Hey guys, so last week I talked about what it used to be like, so today I'm going to try to talk about what it's like now. Um, you know, August the 8th of 2011 will forever be the day that everything changed for me. Um, next to the day my son was born, it's definitely the best day of my life. I can see that now. I couldn't, I would have never been able to tell you that then. Um, you know, for me, when I was growing up, everybody in my family, um, any acquaintance that I had, any distant family or relative, everyone used some form of drugs or alcohol in one way or another, whether it was pot or, you know, just hanging out and like, drinking on the weekends and stuff. Um, so for me, honestly, when I came to treatment, I thought that treatment was a place you come to and, you know, they detox you and make it where you're not sick anymore. But they could teach you how you could, you know, drink and use on the weekends and just not have to do it all week long. Um, I guess you could say, I, like, I thought they were going to teach me able how I could, you know, use heroin like a lady. Um, and I was wrong. Um, I had a really hard time in treatment buying into the 12 steps and the abstinence-based part of recovery just because I had never had any experience with it. I didn't know anybody that did. Um, I know for me, I had a really hard time with the spiritual portion of the program. They kept telling me in treatment, you know, that it's it's a spiritual program. It's not religious. But for me, I kept, every time you would say spiritual program, I would think church and I would think Bible. And it, it made it hard for me. Uh, one of the other things that I know I did that made things really hard for me is I would sit in those rooms and group and in the cottages and I was so busy pointing out the differences in my head. You know, I'm sitting in group and you know, these people are talking about how many times they've been to jail. And, and I was like, you know, I've never been to jail, which in reality, it's because I've always been good at lying and manipulating. That's the only reason I never ended up in jail. Um, you know, I'm, I'm in group with people that are 20 years older than me and I'm sitting there thinking like, God, I could have, you know, I could go back out for another 10 or 15 years and then come back. Like, I'm not going to be able to get this program because I'm so young. Um, I need to be older to be able to understand this. And that was kind of the way I dealt with my first half of treatment. I was in treatment for 28 days. And I know for the first two weeks, I was completely against the program and everything that they were trying to teach me. At first, I was like, you know, I'm just going to stay in treatment and do what it takes to make DHR happy so I can get my kid back. And I remember the day that I had my spiritual, I don't call it my moment of spiritual awakening. Um, I call it my moment of spiritual awareness. I remember I got up to go to the bathroom and in my room, on the mirror in my room, I had a picture that my dad had given me of my son. And it was a poor quality picture. It was printed out on a sheet of paper. But my son was a year old and he was sitting in a high chair and he had been eating macaroni and cheese. And he had this piece of macaroni stuck to his nose. And um, I had it stuck on the mirror in my room and 
I came out of the bathroom and I went to walk by that mirror and something just stopped me. Um, I stopped and I stood there and I stared at that picture of my son. And that was the moment that I had that, that feeling of, you know what, like things can be different now. It's going to be okay now. And I hadn't had that until that point. Um, I don't know if it was my son or if it was just my higher power finally coming through, but, um, that was my moment of surrender. After that, I came out of group. I told my counselor, whatever it was that they were suggesting of me, I would do it. Um, they said, you need to go to sober living. All right, I'll do it. Um, you need to get a sponsor and you need to work the steps. All right, I'll do it. Um, you tell me what to do and I'm willing. Uh, so, you know, it's funny how I was talking about how I was busy pointing out the differences. And one of the big differences that I saw in people that I was in treatment with is, you know, they were talking about how they had been to jail. Well, it turned out um, while I was while I was in treatment, I actually had charges pressed against me for all the things that I'd stolen. And so the day I got out of treatment at Bradford, I actually got to go turn myself in and I sat in the county jail for a week. Uh, and that's kind of the way my higher powers worked throughout my entire recovery. Um, anytime I start to question things or I start to focus on differences and not similarities, or if I get complacent, my higher power always shows up um, and always gives me, sometimes it's, you know, little like subtle hints like, hey, you know, you're eligible too. Um, a lot of times, you know, my higher power shoves me um, to teach me that I, I'm starting to take my will back, that I'm not, I'm not leaving God in the driver's seat. Um, I think that that's kind of what's important for me to remember today is, yeah, my life's better. Things are greater than I could ever have dreamed, but none of it would be possible if it weren't for this program and for my higher power. I need to continue to let God and what I consider my higher power today take the wheel. There's times where I catch myself, you know, easing God into the passenger seat and then something will happen that'll, you know, jerk me back into reality. It's, um, today I, I, I really, I have no words for the quality of life that I have today. Um, and it's because, you know, something greater than me stepped in. Something got me to that cottage at Bradford. Um, something kept me alive long enough to get there. Something greater than me is the cause for everything that I have today. I think for me, and especially in very, very early recovery, I struggled a lot with the what ifs. Um, so if there's anybody, you know, new in recovery that's thinking, you know, like, oh my gosh, like, you know, I can stay sober today, but what if this happens? Um, I did a lot of, you know, like, what if, what if I'm sober and, you know, I lose a loved one or what if I'm sober and I lose a relationship or, you know, there's so many what ifs. Um, and I can honestly tell you today, you know, it's, it's been seven years and just about all of those what ifs that I had, I think I was using as reservations, but all of those what ifs that I've had have come to fruition in my recovery. Um, I've lost family members in recovery. Um, 
I've been married and divorced in recovery. Um, I've been homeless in recovery. I've done every single thing that I told myself that I wouldn't be able to make it through sober. I've done it. Um, and that's all because of this program. It's all because of a 12-step recovery program that gave me a fellowship, gave me a sponsor, gave me people to lean on. Um, it's put people and friends in my life today that most of the time I could tell you I definitely don't deserve them. Um, and that's another important thing for me to remember today. It's really easy to get caught up in the, you know, what do I deserve? Um, and I always have to remember that if I always got what I deserved out of life, it would have been a lot worse than it was whenever I got here. Um, so I'm really, really grateful that I was asked to do this today. And if there was one thing that I could leave with you guys, um, you know, it's in, in, especially in, in treatment, but in early recovery, they always tell you to do the next right thing. And I can honestly tell you that a lot of times in recovery, we don't know what the next right thing is, but it's been my experience. As long as you just do the next thing right, makes life a lot easier. I'm just super honored and grateful to be here today. And again, I'm grateful to be an alumni of Bradford Health Services. My life wouldn't be what it is today without it. Thanks for letting me share.